Welcome to the Inspiring Women Weekly Podcast, where women come to be encouraged, uplifted, and inspired to go further, push harder, and shine brighter through personal conversations with me, your host, LaShonda McLaurin. So let's get started. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of the Inspiring Women Weekly Podcast. LaShonda here, and I hope that you are having an amazing day and ready to have yet another great week. So happy May, everyone. May is one of my absolute favorite months of the year, y'all. I get to be spoiled on Mother's Day by my beautiful little family, and it's my birthday month. (laughs) Also, during the month of May, the weather is just really, really nice, aside from all the pollen. It begins to feel a little bit more like summer, and it's just a beautiful time of year. And again, it's my birthday month. (laughs) I'll be the big three, four this year, and I'm ready for it. I'm super excited. But another reason why I love May is because May is Mental Health Awareness Month. Now, I care about mental health 24-7 all year round because that's my passion. That's my career. That's what I do. But it's so great to see so many people care about this topic and become aware of some of the mental health issues out there. During this episode today, I'm going to talk about an issue that many people deal with, But I wanted to also be understood that people with mental health concerns are not crazy. People who go to therapy are not crazy. And just because you have some symptoms of a mental health issue, it doesn't mean that you have a full-on diagnosis. So stop diagnosing people, okay? (laughs) There's levels to it, y'all. It is my hope and goal to normalize a lot of our experiences and to help us realize that many of us feel the same way or going through the same things And sharing our experiences is one of the key ways to helping people become more honest about what's really going on with them. So per usual, let me share something that I've been dealing with recently. So in about a week, I'll be a vendor at a conference in D.C. called the Mom Friends. And it's a conference for moms who are women of color also. There are going to be some awesome guest speakers and some panels, and I'm fortunate enough that my business, McLaurin Mental Wellness, will be on full display at this conference. I'm going to be a vendor there. I'm so excited, y'all, but I'm also so very nervous. I know that I'm not the only vendor there, so that it's important for me to do something different in order to garner the attention that I need. But for someone who has a history of being a wallflower, and I kind of enjoy being a wallflower, the thought of putting myself out there is even more kind of scary. So I took to Instagram and I polled you guys. And if you're not following me on Instagram, shame on you. You should go over there at LaShonda McLaurin. And I asked you if you prefer to stay in the background or if you like to be out in front. And 60% of you said, no, you good without all that attention. I feel y'all, but there comes a time in life where you have to know you need to take a deep breath and step out to the front. And so for this episode, I want to discuss social anxiety. I want to talk about ways to feel more comfortable being in the spotlight. And I want to inspire you to stand out. So like I mentioned, this conference coming up, I have to be front and center for my business. Now, I'm a speaker. I've been speaking in front of people since I was a child, thanks to my parents for always volunteering me for stuff (laughs) that I may not have wanted to do, but it made me do it anyway. 
I'm a speaker. I work with new people every day and I get on this podcast every week and I tell y'all all all my business and I do awesome interviews with some awesome people. But that doesn't mean I don't get nervous. Just like a doctor can catch a cold and get sick, a therapist can have symptoms of anxiety and be nervous. Now, fortunately, I've been doing this for a while, so I know how to adjust my thoughts and push through the emotions and do it anyway. And I want to help you to do the same because I have to wonder, how many of you are not doing some of the amazing things that you have roaming around in your head because you are afraid to stand out? How many of you are sitting on your ideas because you're too nervous to put yourself out there? Fear, worry, and anxiety can keep the best of us from sharing our gifts. I don't want that to be you. I want you to be able to overcome the fear and worry daily so that you can do what you were created to do. So let's talk about what fear, worry, and even social anxiety can look like for some people. Then we'll discuss how to handle it. So everyone handles nervousness differently. Some people aren't easily nervous. And with just a few seconds of some self-encouragement, they're good to go. Some people even thrive off of the adrenaline of doing something that's nerve wracking. Like they not bother. It makes them feel great to do something scary. That ain't me, but whatever floats your boat. (laughs) Then there are people like me who get the sweaty palms, who have a slightly elevated heart rate, who even get the butterflies in the tummy. Now, there's nothing wrong with being nervous, even at this level. I've gotten nervous whenever I was about to do something big or something that requires me to stand out. But the main thing to understand is that I do it anyway. Despite the sweaty palms, the tummy rumbles, and even the thoughts of what if, I've been able to put it aside and push ahead. But how? Well, as a kid, I didn't really have a choice. My parents made me do it. And saying no wasn't an option. Thanks, mom and dad. So I just had to get over it. And fortunately, the more you do something, the easier it becomes. Now, that doesn't mean that you don't get nervous. It just means that you're able to overcome the feelings more easily. This is why I constantly tell my clients and others, the best way to overcome fear is to just do it. So what about you? Do you feel any of these symptoms when it's time for you to present at work? When it's time for you to speak up in a crowded room? When it's time for you to make a decision that may leave people scratching their head? When it's time for you to stand out, how do you respond? Now, while I'm sure some of you can relate to getting a little nervous and having those jitters, I'm also certain that there are some of you out there who go through things that are a little bit more serious when it's time to stand out. I'm talking about difficulty breathing, feeling dizzy, shaking and trembling, sweating, the fast heart rate, upset stomach or the bubble guts as we called it, and more due to the thought of having to stand out. This is what social anxiety can look like for some. Having many of these symptoms can make it seem impossible to do something such as speak in public, become assertive towards others, make new friends, even go out on a date with somebody. The fear can be paralyzing. And for those who may have the social anxiety symptoms, therapy is highly recommended because trying to overcome this alone can be daunting. So I want you to take a moment to ask yourself, what am I not doing because I'm afraid of standing out. What goals have you hidden deep within your heart and you won't let it see the light of day because of fear and anxiety? What dreams do you just cast aside because it will require you to put yourself out there? What message or testimony haven't you told because you're too nervous about what others will think? What decision haven't you made because you're worried about doing something new? 
Are you robbing yourself of having the life that you want and you so deserve because of fear and anxiety? Now, after you answer those questions of what you aren't doing due to fear of standing out, I want you to also ask yourself, what are the things that you are doing due to being afraid of standing out? What are you doing each day that's contributing you to stay in the same spot, not moving forward towards your purpose? Take inventory of your decisions and ask yourself, am I doing this because I want to or am I doing this because I'm afraid to do something else? Guys, if your answer to these questions leads you to a realization that you let fear run your life, don't worry, you are not alone. That is many people's story. This is why so many people live with the shoulda, coulda, wouldas in their life. I don't want that to be anyone under the sound of my voice. Take it from me. I'm what many people may call kind of scary. I err on the side of being cautious and anxious, and I have a history of being a worrier. I've been that way since I was a kid, but even with all of that, I'm still working towards being fearless and pushing myself to stand out every day. I'm standing out in my business. I'm standing out with this podcast, talking to y'all every week. I've closed doors that were very comfortable for me in order to stand out and do something different, something that's much bigger than me. So let's get to the how. How can you do this? How can you stand out despite all the feelings of fear and the worry and the anxiety and the nervousness that may be plaguing you? Well, let me give you a few tips on how to do this. And these tips are really just the tip of the iceberg, okay? To really get deep down to the root of the things that you are feeling, you have to go to McLaurin Wellness to the website and book an appointment because that is where you get the one-on-one work that is tailor-made to your specific issues, your concerns, and your goals. So my first tip to decreasing anxiety is to monitor and control your thoughts. If y'all remember last week's episode in the interview with Camilla Staggers, who is the awesome, amazing woman, two-time cancer survivor, and one of her prayers she said was, God, help me to control my mind so that my mind isn't in control of me. This short prayer is a powerful one because it is full of the understanding that all of your emotions begin with a thought. And if you can control what you're thinking, then you can control your emotions. So you must become aware of what you are saying to yourself and ensure that you are affirming the right thing. If it's time for you to speak and all that's running through your mind is how you're going to sound dumb, how you hope you don't stutter, and how no one cares what you have to say, you just gave every negative emotion in your body permission to act a plum fool because of your negative thoughts. So I encourage you to be intentional with your thinking. If necessary, write down affirmations that you repeat to yourself over and over to drown out the negative thoughts. For example, when I first started counseling, when I first became a therapist, I would get a little nervous every time I meet a new client because it's like starting all over again and you just don't know how it's going to go. And the thoughts of, oh, what if they're not going to like me? What if this is too hard for me to help them would creep into my mind and I had to become intentional with my thoughts. I began doing something called the superwoman pose before leaving my office to meet my new clients. No lie. I stand in the middle of my office. The door was closed, of course, (laughs) but I stand in the middle of my office. I put my hands on my hips and stick my chest out, you know, like superwoman. And I would say out loud, I can do this. I am intelligent. I know what I'm doing. This will be successful and so on. Then I take a deep breath. 
I put a smile on my face and I will go kill it. Okay. (laughs) You have to take control of your thoughts and what you say to yourself. Another example is my mom. My mom is a minister. My mom has been talking in front of people for 30 plus years. She's a teacher. This is what she does every day, but she still gets nervous sometimes. So she says to pump herself up before she goes out to preach. She says to herself, girl, you are a beast at this. You got this. (laughs) So just say what you need to hear. So take control of your thoughts is the first tip. And it is where you really have to start when it comes to getting rid of this anxiety. Now, my next tip is to practice. Experience is the best teacher. And for many people with anxiety, the best way to combat it is to experience what you are afraid of. Now, that may sound kind of counterintuitive, but I promise you it works. Because the hope is that you'll see that it's not as bad as you thought it was going to be. For many people, the fear comes from a place of uncertainty and what if. And the only way to debunk those what ifs is to actually do it. So practice. If you're afraid of speaking in public, start by speaking out loud in the mirror to yourself. Then bump it up a notch and speak to a small group that you trust, like your family or your close friends. Then bump it up another notch. Maybe volunteer to speak at church in a small way. And then constantly work yourself up to being able to do this thing that you desire to do. But if you never try, you'll never get better and the anxiety will be way more difficult to decrease. So whatever it is that you want to stand out in, do it. See if there's a way that you can practice doing it in order to to help you see that the fear isn't necessary. The world won't end. You're still alive and well. So there's no need to worry. If you can debunk those thoughts, you will be well on your way to getting over the anxiety. So practice makes perfect. Try it out. Now, my last tip is to remember your why. Why do you want or why do you need to stand out? I'll use this conference, for example. I need to stand out for my business and to help even more women become fearless. If I don't stand out, then I have to say to myself, who's going to help them? So that's my why. I have to keep that in mind. And it helps me to realize that pushing aside the fear and doing it anyway is worth it. So what's your why? I had a client a while back who had some social anxiety symptoms and she was a very nervous person when it came to speaking in front of people. She was very conscious of her accent and so am I at times when I hear myself, I'm like, dang, I sound real country, but whatever. (laughs) But she's very conscious of her accent and was nervous about what she calls sounding dumb in front of others. She was in school and had classes where she could practice talking in front of others, but she would be too afraid to volunteer. So we had to discuss her why. Why do you need to overcome this? Why do you need to be okay with standing out and speaking in front of others? Well, her why was that she was working towards being a lawyer. It was essential for her to be comfortable talking if she was going to reach her dream of being a lawyer. I had her to remember and constantly remind herself of her why. Being a lawyer, helping others, that is what pushed her to do it scared. And by doing it, she then realized that she wasn't a bad speaker at all. Now, she had more to learn, but she was able to jump over that first hurdle. So what's your why? Why do you need to quit that job? Why do you need to stand out and go back to school? Why do you need to stand out and start that blog? Why do you need to stand out and start that foundation? Who is counting on you? When you become afraid, remember your why. My why keeps me publishing these podcast episodes every Monday for y'all. My why keeps me working for my business, even when I'm about to do something that feels scary. My why pushes me to do it anyway. 
It pushes me to stand out when I'm very comfortable sometimes at fading in the background. So as you go about your week, I want you to ask yourself, are you standing out the way God intended for you to? Are you doing what you were created for? Are you doing what is important? And if not, what fear is stopping you? What symptoms of anxiety are keeping you back? I want you to write down your why and be honest with yourself about ways you need to stand out so that your true purpose can be reached. So I hope that you feel inspired to step out into the forefront and do the work you were born to do. To keep your thoughts in check so that anxiety does not take over. And to push through the fear and stand out anyway because that is the true definition of being fearless. So until next time, stay encouraged and inspire someone else along the way. All right, guys, that is it for today's episode. I really hope that you enjoyed it. And I hope that you really feel inspired to get up, get out and go do something that you've never done before, but you've always wanted to go stand out. You guys wish me luck as I get ready for this conference. I'm nervous, y'all, but I know it's going to be great. I know it's going to be well because I'm not afraid to stand out. Go follow me on Instagram at LaShonda McLaurin. For the full show notes, visit inspiringwomenweekly.com. Have a great day. Have a great week. And I'll talk to you guys in the next episode.